I'm John Moe. This week on Wits, a comedy legend, director, actor who recently ran into an awkward situation. I had a woman say to me at an airport, I don't mean to insult you, but you look like Bobcat Goldthwait. Of course, he is Bobcat Goldthwait, but still felt somehow insulted. Bobcat's known for being very loud. Maybe that's because when he's quiet, he's kind of creepy. I'm going to lick this toaster. Singer Matt Nathanson joins us, too. It's the way she walks, the way she talks. I can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. He tells us about seeing his favorite band, Kiss, up close. They actually look like sort of like well-architect like bags of rocks. Do you know what I mean at this point? Because they've really done some work. All on Wits, coming right up. Imagination can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Oh, 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 yeah. Sidewalk, Mary. From APM American Public Media and Minnesota Public Radio, this is Wits. I'm John Moe. Our house band, John Munson, and the Witnesses are here. Singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson is with us as well. And comedian, actor, director, Bobcat Goldthwait is here. Bobcat Goldthwait first appeared on the national scene in the 1980s as a wild-eyed comedian who made you kind of worried about whether he was playing an insane character or was an actual insane person. He's had a great career as a director in both film and TV and the music video for the Matt Nathanson song, Kink's Shirt. His latest movie is Willow Creek. Bobcat Goldthwait, welcome back to Wits. Well, thank you for having me back. I want to find out about Willow Creek, uh, your new movie. What's it about? It is a uh, a Bigfoot movie, you know that that tired. Uh, yeah, that old saw. Yeah, I uh, I made a Bigfoot movie, and it is a found footage movie, which you know often uh, I actually don't even like found footage movies. Explain what found footage. That's when it's like a, a POV. It's like footage that's supposed to be from a video camera, and then it's a movie. But I always wonder, like, who found this footage? Who said, "Well, I'm sorry, your family got killed," but I think if we re-edit it, there's a tremendous picture in here. <laughs> They would have wanted it that way. Yeah, yeah, everybody wants that. Uh, so in it, there are two young people, they go looking for Bigfoot. Right, but I actually went to where the Patterson-Gimlin uh, footage was shot. Uh, Famous Bigfoot walking along and looking yeah. back over his shoulder. It's the uh, Zapruder film of the Bigfoot community. It's, it's been studied as much, you uh, know. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so I went where that was filmed, and I shot a movie there. It was really scary, because it's like an 11-mile um, dirt road. It takes two and a half hours just to get there, and there was mountain lions and stuff. In fact, when we filmed one scene, one of the actors, he started crying. He was inside a tent. And I go, that was really good, but I don't think your character would cry. And he goes, uh, uh, my character's not crying. I'm crying. Why are we filming this in the woods? We could do this in a hotel parking lot. <laughs> um, and does it, uh, well, let me ask you this. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Uh, yeah. And, and, and often when I say I do believe in Bigfoot, people will go, but you're an atheist and you believe in Bigfoot. And I'm like, well, I've met people who've heard and seen Bigfoot. <laughs> so did you, have any, uh, <laughs> did you have any close encounters while you were filming this film? Well, I had a lot of strange encounters when I was filming the movie. Uh, I, I, I actually had a couple of Bigfoot experts with me when we went there and filmed it. And... Um, at one point, it was about 3 a.m., and we had seen a mountain lion, so one of the uh, Bigfoot believers is also a ranger. So after we saw the mountain lion, I thought I'd be his friend, because he probably had a firearm. <laughs> and, and he says to me in the middle of the night, he goes, you know, I'm a writer, too. And I go, oh, really? Wh what do you write? He goes, well, you know uh, Twilight? And I go, well, sure, we all know Twilight. He goes, well, I write tween novels set in the Bigfoot community, it's a true story, 100%. The Twilight of Sasquatch. Yeah, he goes, they're coming-of-age stories. And I go, oh, well, what's the name of your, one of your books? He goes, the first one is Yeti or Not. <laughs> this is what was keeping me from being mauled to death by uh, a mountain lion. 
there are so many huge believers, though. Yeah, in Bigfoot. I, I mean, I'm, as Wits audiences know, I'm somewhat obsessed with Bigfoot. And a lot of it is because I wish I could believe in anything right. as much as these people believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. It, 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 does, it is a microcosm for faith, you know, because they all believe that they have the one true vision. Like, I was at a Bigfoot convention, and they all believe that, hey, you know what? He does his research. You know, what do you, what do you think I do with all that police academy money? Uh, so I was at this convention, and, and they all believe that Bigfoot has a flat head, that the pointy-headed Bigfoot is some BS started by Steven Spielberg, you know. Uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel saw uh, some of my movie, and he called it Scary in the Hendersons. But the... Uh, the so this guy had a cardboard cutout of a pointy-headed Bigfoot, and this other guy walks over, and he looks at it, and he goes, you disgust me. <laughs> and he goes, why? He goes, look at that head. And he goes, really? I've seen Bigfoot three times, and you're never going to see him because you smoke. Because <laughs> some of them believe that Bigfoot hates tobacco. But I'll tell you one thing, he loves grass, because a lot of them are, are they smoke yeah. a lot of grass <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, you see Bigfoot, you see uh, Chupacabra, oh, yeah. you see everything. All sorts of things. What you don't see is the park rangers coming in time. <laughs> now, I was watching uh, <laughs> some old stand-up of yours from the 1980s, Letterman appearances, some of your specials back there, and I remembered it being really crazy and absurd, but it, it comes off as very pointed social political commentary in these, in these old stand-up. Like, really? It does. Like, there are almost no punchlines in it. You're just saying, like, stuff about Oliver North and yeah. saying stuff that's on your mind, and then people are laughing because you're you. Yeah. That, you, you specifically told me which clip you saw at what day and time because <laughs> it was very dated. You're Oliver North material. <laughs> uh, yeah, you still do that? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plays like gangbusters. I, bet. I do that. Fawn Hall. It's with my uh, Furby chunk in my... Sure. <laughs> This routine I'm working on pogs. What's um, the deal with a Rubik's cube? Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I always had like some social commentary, but I think people couldn't see it through the persona that I was doing. So I may have been doing myself a disservice, but at the same time, man, I'm sounding like I'm very full of myself. <laughs> Let me talk about me a little bit here. <laughs> I, I am, but you know what? I'm constantly humbled by my by being me. I had a woman say to me at an airport, "I don't mean to insult you, but you look like Bobcat Goldthwait." <laughs> yeah. What did you say? I had nothing to say back. That was the perfect. Yeah. I was like, ah. Bobcat Goldthwait, everybody. Our pal Bobcat has done some interesting things in his career, and we don't really understand all of them. So while we have him here, we have a little segment called Bobcat Goldthwaite, Please Explain. Bobcat, please explain. Explain, please, Bobcat, please explain. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. Bobcat Goldthwaite, please explain the following clip. I never miss family ties, and I bought myself a brand new VCR. VCR. Uh, you're not familiar with my rap career, apparently. I am not. I am not. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was a track actually called The Bobcat Rap. Yeah, it was. It from was... the soundtrack of the movie... Burglar. Burglar with Whoopi Goldberg. See? Listen to that. You can't... Yeah. It's deafening when you mention Burglar. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I was in a movie called Burglar, and they had me perform a rap. And, uh... Who better? You know, who better? That was always, you know, stand-up and directing has just interfered with my rap career. I noticed that it was a rap where nothing rhymed or fit any kind of rhythm to it. No, it's just yeah. me screaming, screaming in a microphone. Things. All right, all right. About VCRs, man. <laughs> I was... Again, VCRs with, were blowing my mind. Again, with the evergreen references that will yeah. never, ever age. What is it with these VCRs? <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to Blockbuster. <laughs> Let's listen to a clip from uh, the Jay Leno Tonight Show. 
what else? I think, well, it is sweeps, and I love Jay very much, and I thought, well, what if I, I don't know, what if I what set his furniture on fire? Oh, don't set that on fire. Now, in this clip, you set a chair on fire. Yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait, please explain. You know, I was cold. <laughs> I, I actually ended up being uh, uh, arrested uh, for that. Really? I was on probation for four years. Jay Leno tries to make a joke about it, but he's furious. Yeah, yeah. Well, they cut what he really, he went mental on me. They cut it out of the broadcast. You know, at the end when you shake hands, you're like, when is wrong with you? No, 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 no. When he really gets going, he sounds like Dino. Did you just think it would be funny? I think it would, if we really want to, I don't know how heavy you want to get. Because I, I think, think it's pretty hilarious. But the audience hated it. They were really nervous. Uh, <laughs> I had to do PSAs. Did you know that was my punishment? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't find any of those. And they were, yeah, well, there's, well, they're like, hi, I'm Bobcat Goldthwait. You know, if you're ever on a talk show, don't set it on fire. You know. ah, back to you, McGruff. <laughs> Here's your old friend Kelsey Grammer with some safe driving tips. <laughs> so, again, Nailing those topical my, references. I, I'm, I am, I, it's as if I've been freeze-dried and came to your show. It's Encino Man Dose. So, I actually, uh, the, the, the real commercial, and this is an exclusive, if you want to know right. what it really was. It's exclusive. It, I'll do it. This is what it was. I was like, hi, I'm Bobcat Goldthwait. You know, I can switch back and forth. <laughs> But if you're seriously injured in a fire, I can't even do it now. <laughs> uh, it, it made me feel really dirty. And the Burbank fire marshal made me redo it when he saw the performance. Like, even the fire marshal in Burbank wants to direct. I was like, I'm not convinced of yeah, this. Yeah, he's like, Bobcat, you're giving me a four, and I need a nine out of you. Now, here you are in drag as a teacher in a classroom, and the three members of Nirvana are pregnant and laying on the floor. Let's listen. <laughs> Breathe and focus. So remember, mothers, love your pain. <laughs> After this, uh, the three members of Nirvana uh, shoot babies out of their ersatz wombs, and uh, you are pelted with newborn babies. Yeah, yeah. What the hell's going on here? I, uh, yeah, I, you know what's funny? When I read the script, I was like, yeah, sure, that makes sense. So, um... But, but it, I, it's weird for me to bring up, but people, no one's aware of this, but, but uh, Kurt Cobain was a fan of my stand-up, which is really strange for You people. toured with him, you opened for Nirvana. I opened for Nirvana, yeah. But like people, when they find that out, it's like finding out that like, uh, Jimi Hendrix loved Buddy Hackett. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to people. But I, I met them. I met them before the, they broke, and, and Kurt gave me a copy and uh, Bleach, and I remember listening to it going, these guys are really good, but you know, rock is really a terrible <laughs> world because you'll never hear from them again. I remember saying that, you'll never hear from them again. So this then, was a commercial, this was a promo for, for, the, uh, for In Utero. For In Utero, yeah, and I uh, wrote some of the liner notes on the re-release of In Utero recently, but yeah, I, I, I did... Uh, I opened up for Nirvana. Like, people will talk about uh, getting heckled as if that's a, a bad thing, you know? It's like, I, I got hit with M80s and uh, Bibles, and one city, they successfully hit me with a teenager. They, they threw a kid out of the pit, and it hit me behind the knees. And I look, and he's, like, scrambling off stage like a, a crab. That's a well-hurled teenager. Yeah, they're like, ah, you know. And I'll go, I'll just keep talking. You'll never see the Nirvanas. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the explanations, Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat, please explain. Explain, please, Bobcat, please explain. Our music guest this week is an acclaimed singer-songwriter based out of San Francisco. His latest album, Last of the Great Pretenders, hit number 16 on the U.S. charts. Here's Matt Nathanson. Silhouette 
Meet me at 9th and Irving. There's two things we can both regret. It's all there in your chip red fingernails. Oh, oh, oh. It's all there in the twist of your pigtails. Oh, oh, baby, love. It's the way she walks, the way she talks. I can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Take me home, San Francisco. Can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. You and my imagination. You and my imagination. You and my imagination. Can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Oh, 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 yeah. Sidewalk, mariachis. See you in your party dress. Played out, Sid and Nancy. Bring on the apocalypse. I don't need no songs playing on the radio. Oh, oh, oh. Get my truth from your thrift store halo. Oh, oh, baby, love. It's the way she walks, the way she talks. Can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Take me home, San Francisco. Can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. You and my imagination. You and my imagination. You and my imagination. Can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Getting what you want can break your heart. Getting what you want can break your heart. Oh, baby, you're not getting what you want. It's gonna break you. It's gonna break you. It's gonna break your heart. Way she walks, way she talks. Can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Take me home, San Francisco. Can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. You and my imagination. You and my imagination. You and my imagination. Can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Oh, can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Oh, oh, can't stop thinking about the girl in the kink shirt. Matt Nathanson with Aaron Tab. Coming up, Skinner versus Young, and Tom Waits meets the Frozen soundtrack. WITS is supported by Delta Airlines, offering a USB port at every seat on all long-haul international flights. Delta, keep climbing. This is Wits. I'm John Moe, here with singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson and comedian and director Bobcat Goldthwaite. Uh, John? Yeah? Sorry to interrupt. I just heard there's an emergency in the back of the theater. All staff members need to go there right away, and guests have to stay on stage. Oh, okay, great. Uh, sorry, Bobcat. Sorry, Matt. We'll be right back. That's kind of uh, weird and unprofessional. Almost like they were trying to play some kind of trick on us. Oh, look, a kitty cat. Bobcat, wait, wait, I've heard about this cat. This is Murder Cat. He was born as a character in a sketch on Wits and then took physical form and moved into the Fitzgerald Theater. There's even a song about him. Here, I'll play it. All cats want to murder people. That's a fact, says science. 
But only one cat up and does it. That's murder cat. <laughs> well, Matt, how did you play that song and sound just like a woman? I'm a very good musician. And I fear murder cat that much. Well, there's nothing to fear. Look at him. You're a sweet little cat. Oh my God, I just looked right in his eyes. They're swirling with pure murderous evil. We have to get out of here, Bobcat. John and the band knew Murder Cat was coming. That's why they got off the stage. They left us to die. Let's climb up that big scratching post. No, he can get up there, damn it. I, I can tell you want me to pick you up and pet you, Murder Cat. Oh. And gosh, you're cute, despite the swirling evil murder eyes. Maybe I'll pet you just a... No, no, I almost fell for it. I got another idea. See, I make movies, dark movies, about terrible things happening to people, and I think I have my new star, Murder Cat, the motion picture. It can be all about him murdering people, and it'll make a statement about society or, or something. What do you say, MC? Wanna be a movie actor? You do? Okay. How do you know what he said? Matt, my name is Bobcat. I get cats. I'm one A feline. My great grandfather was a puma. How about a buddy picture? Bobcat and murder cat. Cats on the road. All right, or murder cat and Bobcat. You can get top billing, sure. Yes, I'll give you total script control and all the profits, and you can murder all the extras. Bobcat, this is a big mistake. Worth it. Murder Cat is danger and cuteness. He's the cutest movie star who is actually a murderer since Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Plus, that Murder Cat song is really catchy. So we have a deal? And you want to murder me right now? Well, you drive a hard bargain, but okay. Bobcat, no! If it means getting murdered on public radio show to make the best movie of my career, I'm ready to go. You're a true artist, Bobcat. Okay, let's do this. want to murder people that's a fact says science but only one cat up and does it that's murder cat bobcat goldthwaite matt nathanson and janie winterbauer me as murder cat Hey, do you have a murder cat living in your home? We want to see it. Coming up in May, we're putting on our first ever murder cat challenge. We'll be looking for videos and slideshows of your murder cats accompanied by our murder cat theme song. Get ready to exploit your pets for eternal internet fame. Keep an eye on our Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr pages for more details. Well, Matt Nathanson, welcome to Wits. Thanks for having me. You are a big heavy metal fan and a big Kiss fan. Yeah. And I understand that... Look at my tongue. There it is. <laughs> that you grew up listening to a lot of 80s Kiss. Well, I grew up in the 80s, so that was all I had. <laughs> but that was like no makeup era. Oh, yeah, so here's the deal. Everybody on, uh, on Halloween, everybody wants to go as Halloween as Kiss. Sure. You know, and I, I was this year, the band, we played New York City on Halloween, and I was like, you guys, we have to be Kiss without makeup. On Halloween, like nobody's done this. That's a pretty deep cut. How did, <laughs> how did people know what it was? Dude, I was thinking if we grafted on the wig correctly. Right, yeah. Like, and then we played the songs, you know, the real poetry. Yeah, Lick It Up. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, uh, Heaven's on Fire, sure. Lick It Up, some songs that we can't say on the air. But there was, it was deep. It was like E.E. E. Cummings. I always felt that. I always felt when Kiss decided to wear costumes, Peter Chris must have slept in. <laughs> Just missed Missed like, that one. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'm, you know, Gene, I'm the, the god of thunder. Yeah. And Paul Stanley, <laughs> I'm a sexy star child from another galaxy. What are you, Ace? I'm a wizard. 
what am I? Uh, you're a cat. How about a kitty cat? <laughs> yeah, we can. Uh, just a cat? Yeah, man, you're a cat. Am I like a superhero cat? No, just a like cat. Like a regular house cat. But like a real powerful, sexy, evil cat. No, but yeah. if anybody touches your back in the right spot, you shoot your butt up for no apparent reason. <laughs> That's your special power. All right, Matt, I need your, <laughs> I need your help with Kiss because I, I grew up listening to Kiss as well, and I've always just thought they were a, a terrible mountain of garbage. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong point. Tell us how you really feel about well, Kiss. I, Wait, I, a mountain of garbage, like, like, I see that as like maybe like Nazis. No, I... Like, like there's some terrible of, things of in the musical, Of musical garbage. Oh, oh, all right. Well, they Nazis seem... sang, didn't you see Sound of Music? <laughs> no, think, they didn't. Think, oh, they didn't. The no, Nazis they, didn't get one they song. They just flowered, yeah. That's I waited. They were so mean. How do you kill a family like the Von Trops? Stay with me, Austria's on fire. <laughs> so what is it about Kiss? Help me love Kiss, Matt Nathan. Oh my God, you should just buy Destroyer by Kiss. I mean, like, Kiss is just great, but if you, you know, I get it, if you don't, uh, if you can't, if in your mind you can't envision um, yourself experiencing fun. Yeah. Uh, or like satisfaction on a carnal level. <laughs> I do work in public radio. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Um, no, come on, you gotta just get, Kiss Destroyer will like, but I think you have to be seven years old. Yeah. So we, I think we're gonna, this isn't gonna work. Okay. Did you, did you uh, meet Kiss ever? So I was just at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, and uh, that's a little bit of a combat, they were sort of in, in combative, so I didn't meet them, they came late, and they came in their hair, you know, they walked in and it was powerful. In makeup? Yeah, no, but, well yes, but not their, their normal makeup. <laughs> Not the kabuki like makeup. They look like someone had just sprayed them with Yeah, they like, just it, had Sephora on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> they actually look like sort of like well-architect, like bags of rocks. Do you know what I mean at this point? Because they've really done some work. on. Well, them. now I really got to check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you were doing a great job defending them. <laughs> <laughs> then they kicked they a child. Like, then they kicked a child. <laughs> they right looked like a face. bag of rocks. It was great. Matt Nathanson, everybody. <laughs> I bet you're laughing at some joke he told you With his arm around your sunburned shoulder I spent the morning with my face against the window seat Looking down at all the things that got the best of me To Boston, no more cure songs to get lost in, no more taxis, subway tokens, arms wide open, I'm sky high, honey. Yeah, I take the streetcars around San Francisco I get winks from the pretty boys down in the Castro And through the turnstiles roll the jappy girls and the shabby dolls I can't resist myself, I get their names I never call To Boston, no more cure songs to get lost in. No more taxis, subway tokens, arms wide open. I'm sky high, honey, gone. I'm sky high, honey. Too long, you'll never leave And it feels like dying But still your heart beats I 
lost in no more cure songs to get lost in no more taxis or, or subway tokens arms wide open and sky high honey gone sky high honey That's Matt Nathanson, along with Aaron Tapp and John Munson and the witnesses. Support for Wits comes from the all-new animated feature from the makers of Tangled and Frozen. This one is called Trapped in a Partially Collapsed Basement. It's great songs. We get additional support from Your Regrets, which just want to say they'll see you at the regular time tonight, just as you're trying to go to sleep. They're punctual, you gotta give them that. Support also comes from a toddler walking into a room while wearing sunglasses and bad to the bone plays because uh oh, look out, what's he gonna do? <laughs> and now let's get to know one of our guests a little bit better. Yes, it's I Know This Much Is True. We've asked Bobcat Goldthwaite to give this some thought and explain a few things that, in his experience, have proven to be true. Bobcat, what's true? True is uh, never meet your heroes. That's the truth. Be have you met your heroes? I have. And not, they, it's not that they are jerks, but odds of you acting like an idiot is pretty good. I, I, <laughs> I met Elvis Costello, and I, I couldn't talk, and I was sweating. And, uh, and, and I had a CD, and he broke the ice finally. He goes, you, you have a CD, and your face is all elongated on it. And I go, elongated. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was Nice. It. That was it. <laughs> Professional comedian. Yeah, professional. Yeah. I like to think I've, and then, and then two weeks later, I was in a hotel and the door opened up and it was him coming in. And I just go, yes. And I walked out. <laughs> and it wasn't my floor. I was just like, yes. All right, so never meet your heroes. What never else meet is your true? heroes. Uh, one thing is, and this is coming from one of the, uh, that the louder you are tends to be the dumber you are. And this is coming from one of the 80s screaming comedians. <laughs> but like, no one's ever gonna go, you know, I've just cured AIDS, yeah! You know, uh, or. <laughs> <laughs> I've invented cold fusion in a sink, <laughs> You know, uh, I think it's, 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 you know, people uh, with uh, heavy thoughts tend to use their inside voices. Is the, the converse true, that if you're quiet, then you must be saying something smart? Yeah, I mean, um, you never hear someone go, uh, I'm gonna lick this toaster. <laughs> the louder you are, the dumber you sound. What else is true, Bobcat? Uh, I would say, um, when someone comes up to you and says, uh, can I ask you something? No, that's the answer. <laughs> and that's, I know this much is true. Coming up, more with comedian Bobcat Goldthwaite and singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson. This is Wits. I'm John Moe. Wits is supported by Delta Airlines, the U.S. airline offering personal on-demand entertainment at every seat on all long-haul international flights. Delta, keep climbing.
This is Wits. I'm John Moe, here with comedian and director Bobcat Goldthwaite and singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson. Pop song correspondences. In 1970, a Canadian singer living in California released a song about the American South. The singer was Neil Young, and the song was Southern Man. Southern Man, better keep your head. Don't forget what your good book said. Southern change gonna come at last. Now your crosses are burning fast. Southern Man. Four years later, Ronnie Van Zant of the band Leonard Skinnerd issued a retort to Young in the hit song Sweet Home Alabama. Well, I heard Mr. Young sing about her. Well, I heard old Neil put her down. Well, I hope Neil Young will remember. A southern man don't need him around. What most people don't realize is that the conversation did not end there. Without much fanfare, Young released an olive branch of a single, Return to Southern Man, later that year. Ronnie, I think I need to Young's peacemaking was noticed by Van Zant, who continued the goodwill. A track left off Skinner's 1975 album Nothing Fancy, but widely distributed as a bootleg, picks up the thread. Well, I thank Neil Young for his comments. And I have a question for you, Neil. My band wants Graham Nash in it. Could we trade Gary Risington for him? Ronnie Van Zant was willing to trade guitarist Gary Rossington to Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young for singer Graham Nash, straight up. Young responded within days with a new tune. The mind races at the possibility of a Leonard Skinner with Neil Young in the lineup. But in a special fan club only single that came out a month later, Van Zant took the idea further. Well, how about if we just combine them into one big, enormous group? Southern rock with hippie harmonies. Crosby Skinner, Stills, and Young. Young jumped at the idea in a new song available only on Belgian editions of his 1975 Zuma album. Superband was never formed. Some things you just have to imagine. 
This has been a presentation of the Wits History Foundation. Matt Nathanson, John Munson, and the witnesses, as Leonard Skinner and Neil Young at the same time. And now let's get to know one of our guests a little bit better. Thank you, Spandau Ballet. <laughs> yes, it's I Know This Much Is True. We've asked Matt Nathanson to give this some thought and explain a few things that in his experience have proven to be true. Matt, what's true? Um, don't tell Bobcat Goldthwaite about your first tattoo. <laughs> Why? Because it will end up in Rolling Stone. <laughs> okay, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask the follow-up. What was your first tattoo? I'm ashamed. Just, Not ashamed. Just those words? Yeah, just I'm ashamed. <laughs> the I'm is on one cheek. I see. Uh, it's a, it's a, the band, and I stick by this tattoo. Because this band never made a bad record in my eyes. It's a 10,000 Maniacs tattoo. Wow. And Bob, and Bob wouldn't let me live it down. Do you have a tattoo of 10,000 little maniacs all over your leg? <laughs> and they all have Natalie Merchant's face. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed, all you Natalie Merchants. Okay, so that is true. Don't tell Bobcat about your first tattoo. What else is true, Matt Nathanson? Uh, uh, this is sort of, a, I, I've realized in life that I like music more than I like people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let that, I'm, no follow-up on that one. I think that's just beautiful in its own self-contained way. Do you have one more? What else is true, Matt Nathanson? Um, when you uh, have a song that you play live in order to get the crowd excited that segues into the Bee Gees staying alive, <laughs> which is fun and all, don't play it when you're um, playing a gig at a children's hospital. You didn't. Did you? I want you to know that I aborted ship Right as I started to sing the lyric. But it was, they didn't notice. But it was definitely like a moment where I was like, boo noo doo yeah, this is great, they're gonna love this. Well, you can tell. I'm like singing and I look over at my guitar player, Aaron, and it looks like the scream, you know that thing? He's got his hands on his face, he stopped playing guitar. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? He's like, ah! And I'm like, he must really love this. Don't get to the chorus, just don't get to the chorus. Oh, and it was like, hey guys, thanks. <laughs> And that's I Know This Much Is True. It's driving me crazy. What's wrong, singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson? Hi, Janie. It's that soundtrack to the movie Frozen. It's the earwormiest earworm that ever eared a worm. I wish I could get the songs out of my head. Don't sing them out loud. We don't need trouble from Disney lawyers, whom we respect. I don't want to sing them, I want to forget them. I've got just the solution. Here, let me shove these earbuds in your head. Ow, ow, not so hard. What am I, what am I listening to? Greetings, ladies and gentle subjects, and all the fishes left to die in the trees. I'm Tom Waits, and I sound like Cookie Monster's drunk grandfather. It's the Tom Waits Frozen Soundtrack Earworm Obliteration System, now available on cassette. You know, there are a lot of things in this world that are frozen. The heart of One-Eyed Jim, the bartender down at the discount strip joint. The eyes frozen in fear of a shrieking cow demon with whom I went to junior high. I don't think this is helping. Still thinking about princesses, fella. Then remember old Rhonda, the fortune teller. She wears a broken tiara and a ripped up ball gown. Such a crumbling beauty. Ah, there's nothing wrong with her that $100 wouldn't fix. 
End of side one. Janie, like everybody, I love and fear Tom Waits, but I still have these Frozen songs stuck in my head. Flip the tape, singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson's Flip the Tape! Okay, okay. Still struggling, eh? Well, I brought in a friend, 1980s Bobcat Goldthwaite. Hey, how's everyone? How's everyone doing out there? 1980s Bobcat, there's a song called Do You Wanna Build a Snowman? Can you do your version? <clears throat> sure. Do you wanna build a snowman? Sure, why? Why would you build a snowman? It's just like Oliver North. It'll melt when it's on trial. Janie, Janie, it's working. I don't remember the real songs or what snowmen are. And then there's the Let It Go song. We are not gonna sing that one. I'm, you see, I'm not scared of anything. Not even the razor blade, Coke bottle, Tylenol, bourbon, gopher, magic show moon out there. But I'm scared to death of Disney lawyers. That's okay, Tom. We'll make up our own version. All right. Let it go, let it go. Can't scrape the mud off my furniture dreams anymore. Let it go, let it go! Scott Bayo is the Antichrist! Ah! Okay, now take the tape out and burn it! Are you cured, singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson? Well, I'm, I'm bleeding from the ears. That's the earworm dying. Earworms aren't literal things, Janie. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Where I used to hear the Frozen soundtrack, now I just imagine Tom Waits and 1980s Bobcat Goldthwait, and they're covered in snakes, and they're chasing me forever. So that's better? Yay! Tom Waits' Frozen soundtrack earworm obliteration system. Buy it, Trixie. Buy it, Trixie! <laughs> Matt Nathanson, Janie Winterbauer. Me as Waits, present-day Bobcat Goldthwaite as 1980s Bobcat Goldthwaite. And now the Wits Lightning Round. Short questions, short answers. It's like Insight Espresso. Matt Nathanson, have you traced your genealogy back far enough to figure out who Nathan was? <laughs> no. Bobcat, why do some comedians want to be rock stars? Uh, have you seen our groupies? Matt, last book you read. Huh? <laughs> Bobcat, Greek yogurt, yes or no? Uh, I, 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 I like the product, I hate Stamos. <laughs> Matt, favorite elementary school teacher and why? Oh my, Miss, uh, her last name was unfortunate, it was Fura. <laughs> like, and, uh, but she took me to the Jay Giles concert in 1981. Nice. Third grade. Wow. I seen that made for TV movie. <laughs> Bobcat, is your favorite NBA team the Charlotte Bobcats? Uh, what, what show is that? <laughs> Matt, you live in San Francisco. Is it true that city was built on rock and roll? <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> remember, remember? Matt, Quiet Riot or Twisted Sister? Uh, quiet Riot. Bobcat, Actual Riot or Actual Sister? Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, actual riot. Matt, if there was a vote to let Florida secede from the United States, how would you vote? Sink it. <laughs> Bobcat, same question, but with Kansas. It, it would be hard to sink. <laughs> and that's the Wits Lightning Round. If you have a question for the Wits Lightning Round, go to witsradio.org lightning. Here with more music, Matt Nathanson. I guess I should have known By the way you parked your car sideways That it wouldn't last See, you're the kind of person Who believes in making out once Love them and leave them fast Well, I guess I must be dumb She had a pocket full of horses Trojans, some of them used 
It was Saturday night. I guess that makes it all right. And you say, What have I got to lose? You got, honey, I said, Little Red Corvette. Baby, you're much too fast. Yes, you are. Little Red Corvette. I need to find a lover that's gonna last. Well, I guess I should have closed my eyes when you drove me to the place where your horses run free. Cause I felt a little ill when I saw all the pictures of the jockeys that were there before me. Believe it or not, you know, I started to worry. I wondered if I had enough class. But it was Saturday night, I guess that makes it all right And you said, baby, have you got enough gas? Oh yeah, come on. Little Red Corvette Baby, you're much too fast Yes, you are Little Red Corvette Need to find a lover that's gonna last Uh-huh I'm gonna try to tame your little red love machine Little red Corvette Baby, you're much too fast Yes, you are Little red Corvette Need to find a lover that's gonna lay us Little red Corvette Honey, you got to slow down got to slow down Little Red Corvette Cause if you don't you Little Red Corvette Corvette Right to the ground That's Matt Nathanson, along with Aaron Tapp and John Munson and the Witnesses. Want more Wits in your life? Go to witsradio.org and find out how you can see a Wits show in person. You can sign up for our newsletter, get the latest information about what our various Wits guests are up to, or tell us what you're up to on Twitter. Just tag us. We're at Wits. Thanks to our guests this week, Bobcat Goldthwaite and Matt Nathanson. Thanks also to broadcast engineer Corey Schreppel, as well as stage manager Tom Campbell, Andrea Ayers, Mike Wangan, Alan Freckman, and Dan Zimmerman. Our coordinating producer, Hans Buto, and our intern, Sam Siegel. Wits is written by me and Ben Acker, Wendy Molyneux and Jeff Drake, and Mike Fotis. Our executive producer is Peter Clowney. Wits was created by Tony Boll, senior producer Larissa Anderson, and me, I'm John Moe. Bye now.